Yeah, that's a big age age gap to cover of how many people are fighting and struggling with the addiction or the... uh, The depression it creates from seeing, like, all these people with the best body or this awesome, just picture-perfect life all the time. Mm -hmm. It's a lot to handle. To reference back to the TED Talk, she was saying near the end there was one where she was saying, like, she doesn't see it going anywhere. I love my social media. I could probably live without it, but it would that would be rough. <laughs> because, like, I do have fear of missing out for some... Like, there are some people that I have on my Facebook, we don't interact on a daily basis. Which is one of those things that's, like, good about social media. I have uh, cousins on there that live freaking a couple hours away. That, like, that's the only way I've been able to see yeah, her kids. Your cousins or... Go, or your nieces, I guess. Yeah, nieces... Growing up, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I also try to keep my social media towards, like, kind of family stuff, so I guess that helps me personally, but there's plenty of people out there that are like, whoa, she's able to do this or do that, or oh my god, she's so pretty, why can't I be that way? And, like, there's all fitness movements that I've seen going on that are, like, Ooh, do this for so long and you'll get a body like this. And it's like, wow, like that's really cool. But would I be able to do that? (laughs) Like, would I? Is that a real thing? And then you see like those little clippets or whatever where they're like, oh no, they're not really that fit. Here is what they're doing to make it look that way. (laughs) And it's just, that's one of those things. It's like, wow. Like, I got kind of upset about, like, not looking that good when I do kind of the same shit. Yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it is a good way to keep in touch with the friends that you've met along your life. So that way you can check in on each other. Uh, my cousins live all across the world. I've got one in California. I have one in Georgia. I have one in Colorado. There's... Uh, one more I don't remember where she's living currently but I use it to check in on them you know like oh they're dating so-and-so this time you know I don't I I personally don't hit the like button or comment or something like that just to you know I just want to check in on them I don't need to let them know or nothing like that I'm just like oh yep there they were yep there they were <laughs> so it can give you a dopamine as referenced in the TED talk about what scrolling the internet does for you. It fixes the addiction. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is essentially your fix. It's quick fix for that, that rush you need. I know a few people that are struggling with addiction right now. And <laughs> that sounds exactly like what they're going through. Only like when you're referencing like needles and, and hard drugs to social media, your mind doesn't truly correlate that as an addiction, but it is. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. To reference another, a paper that was published. So to go back to like the depression thing, a lot of people claim that it affects how you eat or you sleep uh, when you're depressed. When my sister doesn't check her social media or doesn't like hang out with people, she often gets to where she, she just wants to be in her bed. She doesn't want to go out and do stuff because she feels like we did all this stuff without her. And I feel like social media kind of really feeds into that for her. 
truth, it would be one of those things where she needs to kind of step back and unfollow some people. Because, yeah, we do a lot of stuff, but we're not doing it to not include her. She definitely has um, some anxiety stuff and, mm -hmm. and some really bad depression at times. So I did find another kind of reference from Dr. Drew. Um, he's kind of big in the media right now with everything with the coronavirus. And he had talked earlier this year about the dangers of social media on mental health. Um, he said that not so much depression is what he's worried about. It's uh, the link to suicide that it's taking. And um, that's something that kind of just makes me sad. Like, it's crazy that... You've, you, the, you fed yourself that bad drug to fix your addiction the whole time to where it drove you to the point of you weren't getting gratified and you see you saw everybody else doing all those wonderful things that, you know, you had to, you know, find your way out and it, you know, ended up driving you to the point of really contemplating and possibly going through with ending your own life. And it's crazy that, um, I can't say that, sorry. It's crazy that something like that, like, that it would take something like that, like, I'm not one that thinks about suicide, so maybe it's just hard for my, my brain to kind of wrap around it. Um, I could not see myself, like, getting to the point of so-and-so didn't like this picture and commented nasty on it, and it's just the end of my world. Like, I cannot wrap my head quite around that. Like, I, I understand that people get that way. And, like, yeah, it makes me upset if somebody makes a mean comment like, oh can see your double chin or blah 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 um for a long time like my sisters are all stick figures I literally for the longest time they used to call me the biggest sister not like just the oldest no the biggest and like that is <laughs> I, rude <laughs> I agree that, that that's definitely you know bad for a person um it, it and it really is a shame that and you read enough of those bad comments that, you know, it drives you to that point of you're tired of, you know, getting called the biggest sister or, you know, everybody's always calling you a specific name or a handful of derogatory phrases at you that there are like those kind of awful people. I mean, maybe they don't realize that they're awful or rude because they think they're joking and playing, but, you know, words carry a lot of weight. And a lot of people take um, what you say to them to heart, whether it's a congratulations, good job, or, you know, I don't even, I wouldn't even know how to respond bad to somebody on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well, and I feel like part of that is the generational gap. Like, we were, uh, be good to people, like, kind of the real world, real world situation where it was like, be kind to your neighbor, like, go out of your way to help people, don't kick someone when they're down, uh, like, things like that. Like, when I was younger, uh, like, you know how everybody's like, don't smile at strangers right now, that could be misconstrued, and then you could get stolen, or, like, yeah. 
when I was little, when I was in second grade, like, I remember my teacher being like, smile at everyone. You don't know whose day could be brightened by your smile. I'm like, I kind of took that to heart. Like, maybe it's just because, like, I try to be really positive and, like, I still, like, I'll randomly smile at people because, like, they looked straight at me or, like... (laughs) I don't know. It's Some just one of those. Some might take that as flirting me. <laughs> that is not what it is. But it's like it's one of those like things that's kind of like hardwired in my brain. Like I remember that so vividly in like second grade, that it's one of those like, did I just brighten their day? Like, right. And sometimes, to me, it feels good. Like I feel good when I hold the door for a stranger, look somebody in the eye, shake their hand. You know. To me, like, that's that's a good feeling that brightens my day, regardless of how it turned out, how their day turned out. That brightened my day for either the rest of the day or a good portion of the day. You know, some segment of my day was now that much better because I felt good about helping somebody. Yeah. Well, and I feel like at first, like, growing up to where Facebook wasn't a thing at first and MySpace wasn't a thing at first and then like it slowly became a thing I feel like the internet was kind of this anonymous thing that yeah you could be talking to anyone but you could also be anyone because they didn't know they don't know you personally Mm -hmm. and then the story of the catfish began (laughs) yeah yeah exactly like some of those those episodes are terrible. It's like, why would you, like, lead someone on to that extent? Like, to me, that is also mind-boggling. And that could just be a generational thing as well. <sighs> like, I just was not raised that way. What are some things that make your life better on social media? Can you think of any? Um, uh seeing so i played sports in high school and then middle school and it was the same five guys and all the sports that we played with and we hung out uh during school and i still consider those five guys some of my best friends and you know i'll scroll through oh they're having a baby oh they've adopted kids oh they just bought a house you know i feel good that seeing that makes me feel good that my friends are doing well, they're okay, they're healthy, they they have um, a family, they're adulting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. Well, and I, love, I like seeing my friends do good. Like, uh, Tisha, she always expressed that she never wanted kids. Well, she's, she's actually with a guy right now that has three kids. Oh, wow. And, like... She is an amazing aunt, and, like, I know her sister and all her five kids and everything, and, like, Tisha is just an all-around amazing person. Very blunt, but an amazing person. And, like, seeing her now go, like, kind of head-on into motherhood because now she kind of has to be, like, I don't know, that makes me feel good. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like there's lots of ways that social media is good for our mental health. But I still feel like those boundaries are just not set because it's, in in all reality, it's too new of a platform, social or otherwise. Like, it's just, it's still a baby <laughs> kind of thing. It's, 
we're still learning how to use it like so uh, i would say less of it being a baby as in is it's constantly evolving it's constantly growing and changing um well i guess yeah just like a baby yeah, <laughs> yeah well, um and maybe it's in the toddler stage now but like it's still relatively new like let me see, like, middle school would have been, like, early 2000. So, I want to say Facebook was created in 2009. I feel like it was not. I'm going to have to look that up just a second. Uh, when was Facebook created? Let's look at 2009. 2004! See? So, early... Early 2000, well, except for, we also got to find out when MySpace was created. Because I feel like MySpace was the first one that I started on. Thankfully, none of that is there anymore. Eh, they started about the same time, though. August 2003. It's only been around, it's been around for less than 20 years. Like, the social media that's popular has been around for less than 20 years. Technically starting its adulthood, <laughs> I guess. But, like, just think about that, like, I don't feel like I'm quite an adult. Like, I still look for the adult in the room, truthfully. <laughs> and, like, we got two kids. I know. <laughs> like, and there are still times where I'm like, where is somebody that knows? Where is somebody that knows? Right. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's another thing. Like, social media has kind of positively impacted, like, my needing more information for like I'm I'm part of like four different mom groups on Facebook. Right. And I've asked everything from like Does anybody's baby do this? Yeah. <laughs> and name off something specific. What's a good idea to help fix this rash? <laughs> yeah. Why is my baby constantly throwing this tantrum and what can I do to stop it? <laughs> like uh what's the best bottle for a gassy baby or a colicky baby or like what is your personal experience because like yeah you'll see ads all day long but like actually being able to talk to somebody that's actually used it and like I that's a job now a social media influencer is mm -hmm. a big job now like I see it everywhere I'm trying to direct the traffic of go this way we want you to think this way you know try and I guess they try and make everything a little brighter and, you know, happier for people or, you know, trying, yeah. trying to influence the general population to be happy or, you know, think a certain way. Yeah. Well, and I've, I've read studies where like, if you surround yourself with positive things, like you, you yourself become more positive, mm -hmm. like, and that, I feel like that's the thing for me. So like, there are times where I'll unfollow one of my sisters because she's just being, kind of Debbie Downer, even after I've tried to reach out to her and like, <laughs> that might not be good for her, but it's better for my mental health. Mm -hmm. You definitely have to like try and experience for yourself on your social media of, you notice you see more people than others through your social media and, um, that's because that's what you're liking more. You're liking, you know, similar things to that. So it's drawing you in to, you know, uh, 
only view from so many people because you don't like everybody's deal on there and yeah <laughs> well and plus like you have so many friends like i want to say at one t- like i try to keep my facebook down under 200 like i try i try really hard to keep it down under 200 but like you'll randomly get facebook like requests all the time and now like i'm i'm reading articles where it's like oh some of those are bots and it's like oh okay <laughs> Um, but like other times it's like, I'm not seeing 200 people on my newsfeed. Yeah. And I I only have, I have less than a hundred friends on my Facebook and, um, I still only see maybe like a dozen people. Yeah. Well, and a lot of that is like, I have unfollowed people for being super negative because I don't, I don't need extra negativity. (sighs) Like, that hurts my mental health, personally. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to be around like-minded individuals. And when you're around uh, like-minded individuals, you feel better. You feel a little more comfortable. You, you know, you converse more often. And um, it'll brighten your day and feed that addiction. Yeah. I don't know why I was going with that. That was another handle. Um, I'm trying to add, like get more into like as far as the anxiety part of it. Like I feel like it does cause a lot of anxiety. Like I don't know about you, but so I do have my notifications set to usually pretty low with this new privacy update. They did update, so I'm getting tons of them for no reason again. But, like, I did have them set to where, like, yeah, I'd get a notification if my sister posted. um, Or, like, if somebody was going through my pictures or stuff like that. But, like, it does drive me nuts if I have a notification that's just sitting on my phone. (laughs) Like, I can't do that. Like, that little one that pops up. It's like, ah, go away. What is it? What is it? Like, that, I don't know why, it just drives me nuts. Like, I can't leave messages unanswered either. Like, in in the text messaging apps, right. even. It's like, what? What did you need? <laughs> right, we have to get rid of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I definitely have that, that like, check it, check it now. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta see what it is. I gotta know. I don't know, gotta know, gotta know. Oh, it's just an email. Yeah. <laughs> just random stuff from eBay or like. Uh, I get a lot of notifications right now for the Bigfoot app for school. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. And like people are, are trying to sell old, like a textbooks that they used for three months and now they don't need it. So they're trying to sell it while the class can still use the same textbook and it's like I don't need that textbook like why am I getting this notification (laughs) but I feel like social media has definitely like it's connected a lot of people but it's also given us like these new addictions that weren't there like not to say they weren't there completely but they weren't as prevalent or they weren't as they weren't there as much before. Like, I feel like when I was younger, yeah, I wanted the attention. 
or like I wanted people to like me kind of thing, but I didn't need likes and I didn't have to go check on it every time or you didn't need the gratification, but it's been around for so long and you know, you've had a cell phone attached to you for so long that it's, you know, um, to reference the Ted talk of, uh, she went like four days without her cell phone. Um, she and went get, through withdrawals. Yeah, like went through an actual withdrawal and was feeling the phantom vibrations of of her phone because she's so she was so involved and has a notification. Gotta check it, gotta check it, gotta be yeah, uh, involved gotta be. into your phone. Definitely. And like with with the rise of anxiety and depression and like us understanding it more, so you can't link it a hundred percent to social media. But it's crazy to see, like, all of these things that are, are kind of, like, they're linked and they're popping up. And it's like, why am I getting anxious over a ding on my phone? Like, right. It's a ding. It's a sound. Why do I got to check it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, and, well, and, like, why do I need to know right now that Joe down the street liked my photo or... Somebody just commented on how my baby looks like a little cutie pie. Like, I feel like we didn't need that before, but then you also got the moms that pull out the photos and the embarrassing naked baby pictures, (laughs) and it's like, well, that's kind of the same thing. But at the same time, like, she didn't need that instant gratification. She just wants to show off what she made. Like, Mm -hmm. right. A different kind of humility and sense of humor, I guess, as as Facebook has grown. Um, it definitely, I feel like when it first started out, it was um, trying to like piggyback off the MySpace thing of um, just you know showing off all these cool pictures all the time, yeah. And then it grew into um, the uh, you know. Look what I'm eating. Look what I'm doing. Look at this. <laughs> Which, those are also so weird to me. Like, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, no, I have to post my food. It looks so nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? You have right. to what? <laughs> Dairy Queen chocolate sundae, yum. Wow. Yeah. Why did I need this? Right. Now I'm just hungry mm-hmm. and staring at a screen. <laughs> and, and, like, why would you why would you want gratification for a sundae you bought? Like, yeah. why Why would you want, you know, a dozen people to talk to you at once over a Sunday? <laughs> yeah, like, it's, I don't know. It's one of those, like, but you also don't want to send, like, a million emails kind of thing. Like, you want to talk to people, but, like, like a good reference is, like, this with, with this quarantine kind of thing. They want us to stay away from people, practice social distancing, um... And, like, I've I've been seeing on the news, like, that's, like, mentally hurting people because it's, like, promoting isolation and all this other stuff. And it's, like, wow. Right. Like, be be independent. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, like, usually I'm a pretty, like, to myself person, but I still want to, I want to go to the store. I want to, the other day, uh, when we were in Spokane, after they had kind of announced, like, everybody kind of stay home and, like. My sister had to go somewhere, so I was taking her there, and then they're like, oh no, nobody, and going to Walmart the other night just for 
for some stuff that we needed. It was like, wow, toilet paper really is gone. <laughs> like, right. like to reference like kind of the need for social media, like not everywhere panicked, like taking all the toilet paper. I saw lots of pictures of like people in Spain and Italy and like other parts of the world that are like, why is your toilet paper gone? We got plenty of toilet paper and we still got the virus. Like, (laughs) I haven't seen any of those. But, you know, one of the, oh, I don't know how old they are or whatever, but um, as Facebook got older, now it can provide um, a different type of humor with all the memes. Oh, yeah, memes are new. And the giffies or gippies or whatever the... Gifs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever you want to call those. GIFs. Somebody called them GIFs the other day, and I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The internet and social media can provide you with the the fix to your addiction of seeing something funny and laughing, actually laughing out loud at something or having to rush over to somebody and, you know, look what they posted. Look how funny this is. Or um, it makes you feel good that you tried to spread joy and laughter uh throughout social media and with your friends and yeah so like all in all like i feel like social media like it has its goods and it has it's really bad like making more depression and more anxiety is like it it's kind of a thing and but i feel like with better boundaries online not just in person like i feel like those things could be fixed and like how does social media affect you? Like, in the real world, like, the people that are listening. Thank you for listening, by the way. Uh, like, how does it affect you? How does... Do you need those likes? Like, do you do you actually need them? Do you have a social media addiction? Does it feed into a depression or anxiety kind of mode? Like, there's I, lots of, like, why like why, why is it worth so much to you to get those like why why do you have to have those likes <laughs> yeah something to think about until next time thank you for listening my name is jasmine and i'm zeke thank you good night